plan to wear a bikini tomorrow to the Senate floor to do away with the dress code. Uh, to me, debases the institution. Uh, that is uh, Senator Susan Collins telling the news media yesterday that she disagrees with uh, Chuck Schumer's new naked dress code rules for the United States Senate. In fact, she told someone that she might just show up to the Senate in a bikini. Susan Collins threatens to wear a bikini on the Senate floor in protest of dress code. That ought to bring this whole thing to a screeching halt. Please. This is what the Democrats have done. They they drag everything down, debase everything, lower our standards bit by bit. Even the Washington Post today and their lead editorial has a uh, picture of this representative of the Adams family walking down a hallway, a Senate office building on Capitol Hill, looking like, ah. I mean, honestly, he's... Uh, He's not young Frankenstein. I think he's old Frankenstein. He is uh, hes a disturbing figure of a man, isn't he? And, and uh, he doesn't, uh, to say that he doesn't speak well would be very, very generous. In fact, there's another one. Did we grab that audio of him from uh, yesterday where he was trying to speak and uh, failing so miserably? I'm not sure that we did. Uh, once again, there are so many items to grab. Uh, and welcome back. We are, of course, at 888-630-9625. Absolutely free to you, our valued listeners. But the Washington Post, in their lead editorial, their headline is, In the Senate, comma, respect falls apart at the seams. See, it falls apart at the seams. That's a reference to clothing because it falls apart at the seams, and it's the seams at which decorum falls apart. But it is it is amazing that, that Chuck Schumer and the Democrats have said, yeah, we got one guy who dresses like he lives under a bridge, so let's make it okay for everybody to dress like they live under bridges and drink cans of Schaefer beer until well after sundown. This guy, I, uh, I've got to tell you, it's, it's embarrassing to me that he is a member of the United States Senate, a member of Congress at all, that he lives in Washington, that he's considered to be an, an American male. He's embarrassing to hominids, you know, to bipedal mammals. He is, uh, and he's uh, a disgrace. I mean, honestly. Um, so the headline in the Senate respect falls apart at the seams. Gym shorts are not appropriate on the floor. The Washington Post edi- editorial board types. Senator John Fetterman's signature outfit: gym shorts, sneakers, and a baggy hoodie. Doesn't even say a. It says and baggy hoodie. Helped establish his populist political brand. Maybe he should have dressed like um, a street prostitute, and then he'd have a a political brand that the Washington Post would love, too. The getup veers so far into the grunge zone, in fact, that the Pennsylvania Democrat probably wouldn't wear it to work as a teacher in many schools or as an employee at a lot of fast food chains. And yet Mr. Fetterman might soon be seen draped in Carhartt, and that's a high-quality kind of construction gear. I've had Carhartt stuff in the past. On the Senate floor, Majority Leader Charles E. Schumer, Democrat in New York, has relaxed 
the upper house's long-standing, if unwritten, dress code requiring senators to wear business attire. Henceforth, he said in a statement, senators are able to choose what they wear on the Senate floor. Sure. We vote nay, the Washington Post says. Dressing formally conveys respect for the sanctity of the institution and for the real-world impact of the policies it advances. Sure. Well, you know, uh, how obvious is that? And and uh, the Democrats, Chuck Schumer, should be uh, taken away in handcuffs. I th- every Democrat should be taken away in handcuffs, I think is pretty much the, the rule here. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty amazing stuff. Yes, it is. Now, um, I think everyone agree with that. And and he, I'll see if you can find that audio soundbite from yesterday because it, oh, you found it there? Because uh, I think we shared it yesterday on our group thread, on our group thread. And here is the United States Senator trying to, I'll let you figure it out for yourself, but he's a United States Senator from Pennsylvania, which continues to disgrace itself in myriad ways and uh, corrupting, see, the Washington Post across from this lead editorial, they have an op-ed on the page opposing the editorial page. And Greg Sargent, a Democrat Party bootlick, has the story, Pennsylvania thinks it has the antidote to magamania. Magamania. You guys should stop shooting people and burning police cars and uh, looting every place that you go. Maybe you should do that. Uh, But Pennsylvania is a a disgrace to American politics, and they have this guy, Josh Shapiro, as governor. He's a Democrat and a radical, and uh, he's got a a big idea where um, anybody with a driver's license can vote, in fact, have ballots mailed to them, and let's give driver's licenses to all the illegal aliens in Pennsylvania because the Democrats have a plan, and the plan is to win. So they can put men like John Fetterman in the Senate and the House of Representatives And here's John Fetterman yesterday trying to explain something. See if you can figure it out. My message to the the CEOs CEOs is, you know, it's $74 million, you know, collectively earning that. You know, how many yachts can they need, you know, to to water uh, ski behind it? You know, I mean, it's just crazy. I believe that he's trying to quote Charlie Sheen from the movie Wall Street saying to Gordon Gekko, how many yachts can you water ski behind, right? I, I think that's what he was trying to express, but of course you need a, a team of forensic semanticists to sort out what he said versus what he's trying to say because, you know, he should not be serving in the Senate or in the Congress or teaching. Uh, he's had a terrible stroke. It damaged his brain horribly, and he is no longer up to the task of serving as a member of the United States Senate. And everyone knows it, but the left has secured information dominance in the United States. So when you say, I mean, this is a classic case of the emperor and his new clothes, right? He is bare naked up there intellectually. And God bless him, he had a terrible stroke, and he shouldn't be serving the Senate. But when you're a Democrat... It does, you can be dead for six weeks, and I think they'd still uh, roll you in on a hand truck like Dr. Lecter and hold your hand up with a thumb erect and say, he voted. And the Washington Post would say, see, he voted. This is uh, children learn these lessons, right? Someone has to raise their hand and say, 
Uh, the emperor has no brain, and that's he's and 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 need to say it about Joe Biden too, for that matter. But that is a uh, that is an amazing reality in the United States of America. We would be mocking the Soviet Union if they had someone on the Politburo uh, who had the intellectual mental capacity of John Fetterman. We would be mocking them in Canada or in France or any place else. But because the left has information dominance. They can shame and, and shout down anyone who says that the emperor has no clothes. His new clothes are no clothes. And again, in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania thinks it has the antidote to MAGA mania. Democrats won a whole lot of elections in 2022, Greg Sargent types on behalf of his party, in no small part on their vow to strengthen and defend democracy. This is the big lie, the Joseph Goebbels-style lie that the left is peddling in the United States now. But if they hope to turn the issue into a, a sustained political winner, as Greg Sargent and the Washington Post are, are hoping they will and working toward that goal, they have to deliver on that promise by showing voters what a pro-democracy governing agenda actually looks like. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro, they don't mention that he's a Democrat, made a big move in this direction by unraveling a change on Tuesday that will implement what's known as automatic voter registration statewide. Automatic voter registration makes getting on the voter rolls something you have to opt out of. I think they're doing this in New Jersey too, aren't they? I think we had a caller yesterday from New Jersey that wanted to explain that they're doing this in New Jersey, too. You have to uh, opt out of having ballots automatically mailed to you rather than actively sign up for a ballot in advance. Sure. An underappreciated success story, says the Washington Post. It has been put into effect in some two dozen states, mostly by Democrats, it typically works by automatically registering customers. They say customers. They're, I think you mean voters and taxpayers. At State Department of Motor Vehicles or other agencies or by automatically extending them that option while offering an opt-out alternative. Of course, you can't opt out of your child being taught transgenderism in first grade. You can't opt out of that. But you have to opt out of getting a ballot mailed to your house if you have a driver's license. And Pennsylvania just made it legal for illegal aliens to get driver's licenses. So now all illegal aliens in the state have to opt out of getting a ballot mailed to their homes for presidential elections, which is the auto-destruct button on our presidential elections. And the sanctity of our president. And they call this being pro-democracy because they have no sense of irony. I see voter participation as key to strengthening democracy, Shapiro told me in an interview, noting that he is, quote, committed to ensuring free and fair elections and to making sure every eligible voter can make their voice heard. The insight behind automatic voter registration is that the registration process often creates bureaucratic barriers, sure, that needlessly dissuade voting 
and it's sometimes manipulated by vote suppressors. I remember it was in Pennsylvania where the Democrats put up barriers on the glass walls so that uh, poll watchers couldn't watch the votes being counted. Isn't that right? And that the county officials changed voter laws that required state house action in the state capitol, but they had Democrat county officials changing state law, which is illegal. That happened in Pennsylvania, too. In Pennsylvania's version of automatic registration, residents who are obtaining new or renewed driver's licenses and state ID cards will be automatically moved through the voter registration process unless they opt out, provided they're eligible to vote. That's a throwaway line that says, oh yeah, by the way, we're giving driver's licenses and state IDs to illegal aliens who are illegally in the country illegally. This will be achieved using the governor's control over state agencies that administer processes involved in driver's licenses and voting registration. Now, this is, uh, this is madness, of course, and And in Pennsylvania, they made it legal for illegal aliens to get driver's licenses and state IDs. And Greg Sargent uh, doesn't think that's important, doesn't think that matters, especially while we have open borders and millions and millions of illegal aliens across the country. New York is claiming that they're overwhelmed by the number of illegal aliens in New York. New Jersey, uh, where they also have the same voter registration Uh, process. If you have a driver's license, they mail out ballots to you, and they don't care if you're in the country illegally. In fact, they want you to vote. They want you to vote Democrat. And if you receive mail-out ballots for dead people that used to live at your address, or people that moved to Florida to get away from the madness and the crime wave, that's your Democrat party. And we, uh, this uh, nutcase governor, uh, Josh Shapiro, um, He's on the television going around bragging about it, and the news media loves him. I've got more on that. President Biden's plan to introduce a digital dollar is already nefariously underway, and it's very important to understand the potential consequences of this scheme because contrary to what they're saying in public, this is not in your best interest or in mine. It's madness. It's the end of civilization. Isn't that the thing? Time is of the essence, though, so taking action now is a really great idea to protect yourself and your savings. You can help protect your retirement savings from the risks of the digital dollar and Joe Biden's scheme by diversifying with IRAs in gold and silver. Precious metals, my friends. You get started by calling the experts and asking a lot of questions at American Alternative Assets. Call American Alternative Assets today at 888-4-GOLD-20. 888-446-5320 for all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be inductive, indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, this is, uh, and the Washington Post is celebrating this while leaving out a couple of key facts just to benefit the Democrat Party. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com.
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Now, Joe Biden was at a billionaire fundraiser in New York City a couple of nights ago, and and he came out, and and this is their big lie these days. Joseph Goebbels would be proud. Joe Biden told the billionaires in New York, I'm running because democracy is at stake, because in 2024, democracy is on the ballot once again. And he said, we will have saved American democracy. Let there be no question, he said. Donald Trump and his MAGA Republicans are determined to destroy American democracy. That's, this is the rhetoric of the great uniter, right? And I will always defend, protect, and fight for our democracy. Our democracy is apparently at stake. And uh, now let me go to the story from um, Pennsylvania expands access to driver's licenses for undocumented The National Law Review has the story. And it was in January of 2022, uh, driving PA forward was their mantra. Seeks to expand access to driver's licenses for undocumented individuals in Pennsylvania. Now, how many hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens are in Pennsylvania? And how many of them have driver's licenses or state IDs? Because every one of them will receive a ballot in the mail. And the Washington Post and Greg the Criminal Sergeant has a, a corrupt piece, a lie. Pennsylvania thinks it has the antidote to megamania. And he's thrilled that the Democrat radical is uh, throwing out um, uh, ballots to every illegal alien that went to get a driver's license. And, a, and it's, just, it's just amazing stuff. And they go on and on in the story about how Offering concrete pro-democracy agenda is a good way for Democrats to keep reinforcing that positive dynamic and keep putting MAGA on the defensive. You guys really need to stop looting every place and shooting police officers and teenagers. You should uh, start with that. What do you think? Got another uh, story in the Washington Post today because Democrats shoot a lot of people. D.C. suspect in girls killing had prior charges. Man faced weapons offenses as a juvenile. Then they let him go so he could go shoot and kill a teenage girl. The state of Minnesota also allows driver's licenses for illegal aliens illegally in the country while being illegal. Driver's licenses... And mm-mm-mm. Minnesota, they had a, a, a law in place for 20 years uh, enacted after September 11th, where you uh, Republican governor Tim Pawlenty implemented a law in Minnesota saying no driver's licenses for people in the country illegally. They had ties to the 9-11 attacks in Minnesota. And uh, we're talking about more than 80,000 people. Immigration status will no longer disqualify more than 80,000 people from getting Minnesota driver's licenses under a bill signed by Democrat Governor 
Tim Waltz on Tuesday. That's yesterday. And they're doing it all over the country. The Democrats are, uh, and uh, keep in mind that our borders are open. Let's go to Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. I played this audio for you a couple of days ago. Uh, the Republican Lieutenant Governor, state of Texas, which is a border state. How many tens of thousands of illegal aliens are in Pennsylvania now? If you've got 80,000 in Minnesota, and uh, the Democrats are proudly crowing every state's a border state because they have eliminated our sovereignty and our, you know, they promised, Barack Obama told us all we better teach our kids to speak Spanish because they've got a plan for us. Here is Lieutenant Governor, Texas, Dan Patrick. We are now approaching a moment where we have between 10 and 15 percent of every person in America being here illegally. Before Biden came into office, we had between 25 and 30 million people here illegally, according to the MIT study and my own records that I keep. And under Joe Biden, we've had two million apprehensions every year in a four-year term. That's eight million. Another million plus gotaways we see and we can't catch. That's nine million. And by the way, we don't apprehend everyone, as you know, Lawrence. You're a Texan. So if we've apprehended eight million, mm-hmm. let's say a one-on-one, there's another eight million that got in. That's 15 or 16 million people since Biden became president that's illegally here in this country. Add to that that was here before. We're now between 40 and 50 million people here illegally. And the Democrats are giving them driver's licenses and mailing them ballots for Election Day. You might begin to think that they're not on our side. And if you came to that conclusion, you'd be right. Kamala Harris was in Pennsylvania yesterday, and she was singing the praises of automatic voter registration when she was in Pennsylvania, singing the praises of the Democrat scheme. And the Washington Post is such a whorehouse that they are putting out this this drivel, Greg Sargent, Pennsylvania thinks it has the antidote to megamania. You mean how to crush the votes of pro-American people who serve in the military and serve as police officers and raise their children to not be criminals? Is that MAGA-mania, the MAGA-mania to which you refer? I think it is. Just extraordinary. The Washington Post piece is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling, I tell you. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Just amazing. Extraordinary. And the meantime, the Democrats, we have that uh, soundbite from the Ford CEO, Jim Farley, because the Washington Post has another op-ed today by Catherine Rample, and the headline is about the United Auto Workers. The UAW might be demanding too big a slice. Why, you anti-labor, anti-middle class, a stooge for the oligarchs, Catherine Rample, she does work for one of the information oligarchs, Jeff Bezos, one of the richest men in the history of, of humanity, um, but uh, might be demanding too big a slice. And she goes on last week, 13,000 members of the United Auto Workers Union went on strike in their jobs for General Motors and Solantis. I don't like this Solantis thing. Dodge, Chrysler, Plymouth, but they've been gobbled up, so... She uh, goes on and on. Hey, you guys might be asking for two. They wanted a 46% pay increase. Well, the CEO of Ford seems like a pretty normal guy. Jim Farley, he makes a lot of money in the, the guys on the assembly line, some of them. Like, why does he make $27 million a year and I don't? Well, you have different jobs. 
But here is Ford CEO Jim Farley uh, talking about what the union has been demanding. There's no way we can meet them. Uh, at That's why for the last two weeks we've been putting realistic offers on that we can actually invest in the future. There's no way we can pay people $300,000 to work four-day work weeks. We would have lost $15 billion and closed you know, most of our plants in the last couple of years. That's not a future. So we're not going to do a deal like that. The left is here. Pay $300,000? Well, he's not just talking about the salary. He's talking about they're demanding pensions for everybody that pushes a broom. Pensions for everybody, okay. Uh, and um, uh, 46%, they've been brushed back on the 46% now to a lower percentage over the next four years. But uh, as CEO, you've got to take into account the total cost of an employee and uh, what that cost will be over the lifetime of that employee plus the pension. Talking about health care, uh, retirement things, time off, sick pay, you build all those in. And he's saying that's $300,000 a year per employee, right? We're going to lose $15 billion, a four-day work week, like we live in demented France. Uh, and honestly, oh, yeah, four-day work week and, uh, you know, 46% pay increase and uh, full-blown pension for retirement and, and everything else. And I don't know what the current situation is, and I want everybody to get a fair deal, and it's hard work, and, and it's serious work, and you need to be compensated for it fairly. Uh, but the radicals are in charge now, and there's blood in the water, and they're here to destroy the world. Not to put too fine a point on it, but uh, there it is. Also, the Washington Post on the op-ed page today, the headline is, Go ahead, comma, muzzle Donald Trump. Go ahead and muzzle the former president of the United States because if you can muzzle him, you can muzzle anybody else in the country. And Asking whether Jack Smith's proposed order to muzzle Donald Trump so he can't talk about any of his trials or his legal uh, uh, travails that the Democrats have ginned up. Asking whether Jack Smith's proposed order conforms with precedent is pointless because there is no comparable case. So... Go ahead, muzzle Donald Trump is the headline, and that's your Washington Post. They're supposed to be the defenders of free speech and the First Amendment, but they're not. And free speech and the First Amendment are very much under assault in the United States by the Democrat Party. Because the Democratic Party isn't. Amazing times. Also, I need to correct something. I The... Um, the Washington Post, the Metro sectional today, the headline is, D.C. suspect in girls killing had prior charges. I thought this was the 16-year-old girl that was murdered. I was wrong. This is the 10-year-old girl that was murdered while in her car with her mother on Mother's Day when a Democrat shot and killed her. And the Democrat killer has been arrested. He's 17 years old. Uh, the funeral is uh, today for the... Uh, for the uh, uh, 16-year-old girl, Jada Moore, who was murdered on Monday by another Democrat and uh, with illegal guns that were not eagerly, legally owned by Democrats. It's a killing field. And I'm beginning to think they have no respect for human life and for children. You know, we teach no respect for human life. You know how that starts? Abortion is choice. 46 million abortions... 46 million choices. 400 out of every 1,000 black pregnancies terminated. Choice, harvest the organs. 
the Nazis are in awe of what the Democrat Party has been able to pull off here. The total disrespect for human life begins in the womb. And the Democrat Party is driving the train on that, aren't they? Yes, they are. All right. I'm off on a rent today, aren't I? I just, I came in and I, I came in, I, before I left, I said to my best girl this morning, I said, I can't believe how much stuff they give me. I have five to six hours of material today. And I, I, I come in and they give me more after I come in. Isn't it amazing? All right, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Jim calling from Aurora, Illinois. Jim, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Well, what a pleasure it is to be on the phone with you, Chris. Uh, you are awesome. I appreciate what you do. Your mission is, is phenomenal. Keep planting those seeds of education out there, and hopefully people will wake up. Uh, real quick, regarding the uh, a- illegal aliens here in the country that are driving, I have two dear friends who've had life-altering car accidents, both hit by uninsured illegal aliens, and I'm curious what kind of a burden people think that's going to put onto those of us who are law-abiding, insured motorists out there. Uh, and then in addition, and I won't go on to, to all the other issues that, that are created by this scourge that's taking place. Um, it, it's just, I, I'm dumbfounded. And, and real quick, I just want to throw this out there. I, I would really like to write a book titled the uh, American great American disaster the, the snooze alarm when people finally wake up in this country I think they're going to say what happened and they've been sleeping through the opportunity to affect the process and uh, it, it's most unfortunate how many people have their head in the sand but I appreciate what you do you're an awesome uh, uh, conveyor of, of information to us and uh, of course other resources are out there as well but I wish you and yours all the best, and God save America. God save Thank America you. is exactly right. You know, Jim, I, you're telling me about your friends, your two friends that had car crashes with obviously uh, naturally uninsured illegal aliens driving, probably drunk. I don't want to uh, guess, but uh, I'll go ahead and guess, uh, perhaps drunk. And I'm reminded of the nun that was murdered in Virginia in a car crash by an illegal alien, uh, and... And I marvel at this. And, you know, Jim, at its core, the problem is you live in Illinois. Most of your governors go to prison after serving a term in the state house. They then serve a term in the big house because Illinois is run by criminal Democrats who uh, have been committing crimes there and, you know, for personal gain for generations. And uh, in Illinois, all of that's perfectly normal. And, and you know, uh, vote early, vote often in Chicago. Stealing elections is a Chicago tradition. Stealing Illinois is a Democrat uh, tradition. And the idea that the Washington Post and these other liars and clowns uh, peddle these falsehoods, uh, I just find to be appalling. And honestly, the, uh, the illegal alien thing is gigantic. And since you brought that up, Jim, I want to go to a story out of Texas because there's another illegal alien story out of Texas. Now, I mean, keep in mind that uh, there was a two-week manhunt in Pennsylvania again for the escaped Brazilian murderer who uh, left Brazil after uh, murdering somebody there and going to Pennsylvania and then murdering a woman there in front of her two little girls by stabbing her 38 times and then escaping prison after being convicted of a two-week manhunt. And keep in mind another Brazilian that was arrested in New Hampshire recently by Immigration and Customs Enforcement who had been convicted 
of 11 murders in Brazil, escaped prison in Brazil, came to the United States because of Joe Biden's open border, and he was arrested working at somebody's home in New Hampshire. And that's fine with the Democrats because they are not on our side. They're not on the side of the United States of America. And, and at its core, Jim, your friends uh, with the car crashes, that is the doing of the Democrats. And as the lieutenant governor of Texas said, you know, we have, according to MIT, what, uh, you know, about 30 million illegals in the country, according to MIT, 25 to 30 million. And now 40 to 50 million illegal aliens. And the Democrats are making sure that they get driver's licenses and have ballots mailed to them. Now, let's go to uh, let's go to Texas because there was an illegal alien nine times deported who murdered a man in Dallas and then got into a, a gunfight with the police. And the uh, local news got the body cam video from the police officer. Police officer was shot in the chest by the illegal alien who is yelling, kill me, kill me, while he's in a gunfight with the police. There's the gunfight. And uh, just and the police officer was shot in the chest. All right, I'm hit. I'm hit. And uh, and the guy's yelling, "Kill me!" Gun, 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 gun. It's in his hand. It's in his hand. I got it trapped. Please kill me. He is yelling, "Please kill me!" And the illegal alien, it turns out has been deported at least nine times that they know about. But because of Joe Biden's open border, the man was back in the United States. He murdered someone at a gas station. And then the police chase and the police shootout. And he's yelling, what did he say? Please kill me, kill me. He's yelling, kill me. So he's a suicide by cop, but he shot the police officer. And, um... You know, that's your, that's your Democrat Party. This is the America that the Democrat Party is making, and they're actually proud of it. Because as their boy Joseph Stalin said, you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. And it's in his hand. Please kill me, his mother raised him to be polite. Nine times deported, murdered someone at a gas station, police chase, shot a police officer in the chest, saved only by his uh, body armor, uh, and uh, please kill me. Um, that's your Democrat Party version of society. Know it. Hey, do you have smelly odors in your home or office that you just can't get rid of, but you'd sure like to? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking, cigarette smoke, litter boxes, trash cans, even leftists are no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor. Plus, you don't have to buy filters and replace them again and again. It's a self-contained unit. You can hold one in your hand. You don't need a big space for it. You plug it into the wall, and there it is. More than 350,000 thunderstorms already sold. Check out the thousands of five-star reviews on Al Gore's amazing internet. It works like a champ. I have two at home. During this week, I've got a great deal for you, too, to get your own thunderstorms. Now you can save 200 American dollars on three Eden Pure Thunderstorm units for a whole home protection. Put one in the teenager's room. Bring one to the office. That's three units for under $200. 
All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com, enter the discount code CHRIS. That's EdenPureDeals.com, the discount code is CHRIS, and you get free shipping. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, this is your Democrat Party America. There's an election coming up. There's always an election coming up. Learn this. Know this. Don't believe me? Look it up. You have uh, access to the internet? Look it up. We should have Democrat-only states and uh, build walls to keep them in. This illegal alien nine times deported Juan Vicente Zavala Lopez shot and killed a man uh, who they believe was his roommate. And uh, that was before the chase with police and and the illegal alien uh, deported nine times uh, Zavala Lopez was found in a barn in a horse stall having been shot in the leg during the police shootout. But but not before he murdered 60-year-old Ruperto Mondragon Sagaldo. And uh, he's uh, dead because the illegal alien murdered him. And the Democrats, they want open borders, defund the police, no bail for, for criminals. And, uh, the, you know, what they want is more crime. They want more crime. They want more carjackings. They want more murders. And they want to release more criminals onto the street and defund the police and have fewer police on the street. This is your Democrat Party. And they want to have open borders. And when you point out the Brazilian who murdered 11 people, he had been convicted in 11 murders in Brazil, escaped prison there, found himself in New Hampshire because of our open border, because of the Democrats. The illegal alien in Pennsylvania that also murdered somebody also in Brazil and then murdered a woman in front of her two little girls in Pennsylvania by stabbing her 38 times. An illegal alien. Your Democrat Party. Aren't they amazing? They'd like your vote. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.